Hi everyone, it is Marilyn Alori and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? I am excited to talk to you today because I have a lot of stuff I want to share with you. It's going to be a little bit of a mishmash of things, but I think they're going to be very important um, conversations to have and things that will help you expand and grow and transform in a way that I've been finding is quite magical lately. So I am doing a video as well. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can go to my YouTube channel at Marilyn Alorio. Marilyn Aloria, <laughs> and you can check it out there. Check out the video. And uh, I also have been getting very active on my Facebook business page, Marilyn Aloria One. And I've been active on Instagram, getting more active on Instagram, figuring out how to do lives and stuff. So please do join me there. I will let you know that today um, I was a little dragging on energy. I'm going to share why. So I lay down for a couple hours, which was kind of lovely, just laying down and watching a little afternoon TV. I needed a break. So uh, here I am talking with all of you, and I'm going to rev back up and share everything that's been going on. Um, depending on when you're listening to this, I just want to share a couple of ways that you can work with me. I've been loving the feedback on the podcast. It really means a lot to me when people tell me that they've heard something on the podcast and it's really helping them. And I just love that I have this format. So if you do like the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe and share. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. Yeah, I think that's everything you can do. That would be really, really great. I would love that. It would it would means the world to me. And um, if you are interested in working with me, you can check out Membership for Your Soul. You can try that out for a dollar for a month. And you go to membershipforyoursoul.com forward slash trial. Or you can also check out Next Level Living, which I'm really freaking proud of. So you can even just read that product page. Just go and read that product page because I wrote it myself. MarilynLaurie.com forward slash next, N-E-X-T, next. Okay. And then also I have a book out that um, people have been saying they love, which really excites me. And, and this is going to be part of my story today. And the book's title is Guides, Mystical Connection. I'm going to remember this title one freaking day. I didn't title it. The publisher did. I titled Guides. I'm good with guides, but they have Mystical Connections to Soul Guides and Divine Teachers. Mystical Connections to Soul Guides and Divine Teachers. And we do have some contests going on around it. So do check my Instagram feed for that, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, I'm assuming I'll continue to keep doing some kind of promotion around it. We'll see what happens. So I know I'm making a lot of noise. I'm probably hitting the mic and I'm going to get a mic stand soon. But uh, so you're going to be hearing thump, 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 and all that kind of stuff. I want to talk to you about major downloads I've been having, things that I've been noticing in the world that are shifting, um, energy that's shifting, how we are being called to live our lives in uh, consciousness and soul alignment. I want to talk about energetics and using energetics, not using energetics, being energetic. Um, and if you have a spiritual entrepreneurial business, just a business period, end of story, how to get into a little bit of sales energetics. And I'm going to talk about self-made gurus. There's a lot that's going to be talked about today um, because a lot's been going on. I have been as everybody knows, if you've been listening to me, you may have just come upon me and maybe been like, hey, this girl makes a sales pitch right off the bat. And I'm like, yeah, I don't usually do that. Or do I do that? Or I don't know. Here I am. Um, I have decided to 10x my life, right? So it is now July of 2022 when I'm recording this, like mofo that went fast. And I had this conversation with myself back in September. And some of that came around my business where 
I was doing launches to sell my products and I, I can't remember the last launch. I don't even remember the moment. Normally that's very important to me. I remember that visually, I remember the moment right away, but I just came back, came away from the last launch and I was like, I just can't do this anymore. I can't do it. I can't sell product this way anymore. It doesn't feel good to me. I don't like it and it's exhausting. So I don't want to do it anymore. So I walked away and didn't have a plan. I just knew, okay, I'm going to change this. And then at the same conversation I was having myself was there's certain things I want to shift and change in my life. Why aren't they shifting and changing fast enough? What am I not doing and what do I need to do? And I was like, I'm going to 10X my life. And I got in touch with somebody who actually did it with his life. And um, I was like, he gave me some suggestions of what he did. I was really geared up for it. I still am actually. And uh, I started 10Xing my life. And I want to explain something. When you 10X your life, that means just making a change, right? It doesn't only mean making a change. It depends on how you do it. But I started looking at all areas of my life, money, uh, relationships, um, living, business, uh, relationship to myself, everything. And it doesn't, what I would say to anybody who is doing a change in their life, it's, it's not that it's, it's uncomfortable because things happen. I think the biggest thing I'm learning now is surrender, how to surrender to it all. So I've been doing this and I, I, I the story is probably going to be a little disjointed, but I promise you, I'm going to be teaching you in every aspect of this story. I'm just noticing my energy. So I'm just like paying attention to it because I did two interviews today. I did a Facebook live and an interview today and I'm like, no, I had to lay down. I've been doing a lot of interviews around the book, which are great. Um, except one that I did that I was like, what the F was that? I was like, what the fuck, man? I vet the things I get. I, uh, they send me interview requests and I usually vet them. And I'm like, how the fuck did that one slip through? I mean, the guy was, it was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And we'll talk a little bit about that too. I mean, just ridiculously stupid. It was one of those moments. And I'll tell you about it in a minute. So anyway, um, I'm just going to be honest with you and transparent about my energy. So I have been doing everything I can to shift and change and grow. And when we're not like, we have to be kind to ourselves when we go through these moments, because I've recognized, like, I'm just falling in love with myself in a different way because I can't beat myself up anymore when things don't work out. So I literally like last night was walking by the mirror and had my underwear on. And I was like, you got a great ass. And that's something I would never say to myself because when I was younger, my brothers would make fun of my butt because I definitely got butt. The baby's got back. And I'd have cellulite since I was a kid. And I was looking at my ass and I was just fucking appreciating it, man. I was just like, you got a great ass. Good for you. I mean, I'm 56. And I don't want to say that anymore either because who cares what age I am? I've got a great ass. So I'm trying... I'm not trying. I am consciously loving all parts of myself, my body, my mental state, my emotions, my finances, my relationship with finances, uh, my business, how I run my life, how I do my life. And it's been really important. And I feel like all of this is coming from my work with my guides. And one of the things my guides taught me, probably about, I, I never remember time. You're not going to remember time when you dive. More as you dive into this work, time is like, what? What time is it? 
You just don't know. And you don't remember when things happen. I'll visually remember something because I'll see it very clearly, but I won't remember like what day, what year, anything like that. So my guides had said to me they were reflectors of my soul. And what they meant about by that is they're literally, lately they've literally been um, putting up a mirror and having me look at myself because they're reflecting my truth, my soul, my alignment, who I am as a person, who I am here to be, what am I here to be? And one of the biggest lessons I feel like I've been learning over the past nine months, especially seven, eight, nine, 10, about 10 months now is 10, 11 months. Yeah. Is uh, loving myself completely. It even started before then. I think it started back in August or July of last year. So it's almost a year now. Fully accepting myself and loving myself and seeing and hearing myself has been one of the biggest things. And I share this with all of you because I don't know where you are in your life. You might be an actress, a writer, uh, an, um, a healer. You might be um, a mom, you know, a dad. It doesn't matter what you are. What you are and how you are is what's important. So what I mean by that is no matter, like, I'm a writer, I'm a psychic medium, I'm a teacher, um, and I have to fully love and accept and see myself in that role. I can't wait for anybody else to see me in that role in order to give myself value. And I share all of this with you because I've recognized, like, as I sit back and I watch my business and my business is going through a lot of changes, I'm, I'm putting myself out there more and I'm valuing myself more based on myself. And it is a scary moment. I'm going to tell you the truth. Like there are scary moments to it. And when I have a scary moment, and the scary moment is I'm not doing things the way I used to do them. Things are changing and shifting. I'm talking differently to my community. That means some community is going to go away and more community, the aligned community for me, not meaning that the people that go away aren't aligned uh, in their own selves, but they're not aligned with me. And there's like kind of a, there's the moment of not knowing, not knowing where things are going to go or how they're going to turn out. And the only thing I have is myself and making really intuitive choices, good choices and my guides, obviously my guides. So I knew this was going to happen. I was going to start this podcast and my dog was going to bark. So I may have to go get him in a minute. And then Ricky will have to do his beautiful editing and edit that part out when I get up from the camera. Or maybe, maybe a ghost will sit in the chair and just take over. So let me continue on because I feel this is important. So the book came out on Tuesday, June 28th. And I started before that doing Facebook lives on my personal page about my book. It's something I never did. I very rarely ever used my personal page as a business page. Only once in a while I would put something out there. I was not comfortable with it. I was not comfortable being seen that way. Um, and I just wanted to keep it personal. I don't accept uh, all the friend requests I get. I kind of was keeping it very personal to the people I grew up with or the people I went to college with or high school or my um, community and membership for your soul or soul finder Academy, things like that. And I've been accepting a little bit more lately, but I don't need to have 5,000 friends. I just don't. So I do make it public by the way. So if you want to, um, follow me there, that's great. Anyway. So I started doing that and I felt good about it. I didn't feel like, Oh my goodness, what am I doing? I felt ready for it. I felt ready to be seen and heard in that way. And at the same time, one of my old college professors got in touch with me. Somebody who's been a very big, was a very big um, 
person in my life when I was in college. And I spoke about him in another episode when he first contacted me. And it was funny, like right before the book came out, because he was my English professor. He was the one who believed in my writing and he believed in me. So he saw and heard me. And I just really enjoy him quite a bit. And uh, we've been in touch. And it's just interesting that he would come around at the same time. So I started doing Facebook lives and stuff and started letting myself be seen and heard. And then my book came out and I've been getting interviewed and people have been buying the book. And uh, we were number, I think we were number one release in the United States with Kindle and I haven't heard anything. So I'm assuming it isn't happening. I don't know. Um, But it was like close to being number one new release in paperbacks, but I was up against some big authors And, uh, which is great, really great. And I would like it to continue to go because the feedback I'm getting on the book is people are loving it, really loving it. So I have just been letting myself be seen and heard, and I've been accepting myself for who I am. And this past week I put something up on my page. I can't remember what it was. And I recognized when I was putting it up, the reason why I was uncomfortable with it was because very, when Facebook just kind of came around, maybe about a year or two, I was on it. My brother, one of my brothers told me he um, unfriended me because he couldn't stand what I was posting. And I was posting all the time. And at that time I wasn't posting all the time. He was just new to Facebook, didn't understand Facebook, had five friends. So he kept seeing my post and my my niece and nephew would be like, it's because you don't have any friends. <laughs> you know? And But he was like, no, I unfriended you. And I didn't really so much that hurt my feelings because I was like, wow, my own brother unfriended me because he can't stand who I am or accept who I am. And I've come through a lot of that and nothing against my my family. I really don't hold anger towards them. I love them for who they are. And But I've had to come to really accept and love myself for who I am outside of them. So when I was posting, and my other brother is still my friend, but we are complete opposites. And I think he's unfollowed me which is fine. That's good. Because if what I'm saying and sharing and what he's saying and sharing, and I I didn't unfollow him, but I don't see his stuff very often, probably because he unfollowed me. Um, I think it's probably best because we don't have the same belief systems. We don't, you know, it's okay. But I also don't sit there and judge his belief systems and say you're wrong or anything like that, because he's got the right to do what he wants to do. So I share all of this because there's a vulnerability that comes with it. And, um, there's a lot of, I'm not, I'm pushing against it, like not against it in the way of pushing forward, not against it. Like, I don't want to be vulnerable. It's like, I'm vulnerable. Let me keep going forward. Let me keep going forward. Let me keep going forward. And this is when I engage my tools of no matter what I journal every morning, my journal sessions, like an hour long, if not longer. Um, I'm now bringing a book with me and I might be reading a section of the book or the book in the back has questions. So I'll answer some of the questions. I don't do this every day, but I do do it at least once or twice a week so that it engages a different conversation with myself. And, um, I get into, I walk the dogs, I get into meditation most days now, and then I exercise usually. And, uh, that's how my mornings start. And I, need all of that, or I like all of that to keep me somewhat balanced. So I'm trying to remember the trajectory of things or how things went, but I was studying a class with somebody who is very revered out in the world. We're just going to say that not in the world, but you know, in a small portion of the world. And I, I bought her class and I was enjoying what I was listening to. Um, And I think the the reason why I share all of this with you is because it's spam. The reason why I share all of this with you is because um, 
it all comes together in some way. So when I was listening to her, her class and she was talking about, you know, running a business, having a business, and when you have a business, having a bigger, um, I don't want to use the word just in case people know her, because I'm going to say something that's not agreeable. And I never like outing people. Um, having a bigger vision, holding a bigger vision. So if I'm like selling membership for your soul, right. And I'm doing a launch and I'm like, I'd like to get 200 members in. And it's not that it's instead of holding the vision of, you know, I really want to attract. It's not even that it, my new thing is I, my guides and I co-create content that is evolutionary and it is elevating the conversation in people with themselves and helping them to believe and walk the path they want to walk. Say it's something like that, right? So I offer that up to you because uh, I did a Facebook Live today and today's July 7th. So if you go back to my business page, you'll hear a bunch about that Facebook Live. Um, when you hold a bigger feeling about what you want to do, it just, you get into a bigger vision, you get into the bigger reason. And it's not like, oh my goodness, if five people don't buy my program, if nobody buys my program, or if 20 people buy it or a hundred people, whatever it is, you're not putting the value on the people that are buying it. The value is on the work itself and what you're here to do. And I've always been into the value of what I do. I always make sure I put out really stellar product, but there was an emphasis on success being weighed on how many people you have in your program, how much you're selling, how well you're doing. And especially an emphasis on it because I was studying with people who were very business minded and their goals were financial. It was, well, how much did you make? And if you didn't make something that they thought was up to par, you didn't get congratulated. So I was recently in a group like that where I, it happened to me a couple of times with different people. Like I did a launch for membership once and I got 95 people in and I was like, woohoo, I got 95 people in. And it was like crickets on the page. Nobody congratulated me. And so I thought I did really bad. And then this other group I was in, I was selling another product. It was probably Soulfinder Academy. I don't remember what it was, but I didn't meet the numbers that I was hoping to meet, but I got like maybe 10 or 20 people in, whatever it was. I don't remember. It wasn't a bad number. It was a good number. And I remember I went through a whole mindset shift with it. And I was so happy about myself about like pivoting and getting expansive and not getting upset or it didn't sell as many. And I, I didn't focus on that. I focused on what did I, what did I need to do? And what am I feeling? And where am I going? And I wrote this whole mindset post about how happy I was with myself. And the only response was, well, how many did you sell? And I was like, you got to be kidding me. So that's where the shift started happening for me. I was like, wow, a lot of people out there are selling from the perspective of if you're not making this much, then you're a loser or you're a failure. And that was feeding into something inside of me. Like, you know, hey, if it's affecting me, it's feeding into something inside of me. I, this is all going to make sense whether you want a business or not. Trust me. We're going to get to the download in a minute. So that was part of it. And I backed away from those groups. I was like, I don't want to study with those types of people anymore. I just, it's not for me. I'm glad for what I've learned. I'm a really good businesswoman. I'm a smart businesswoman, but I don't really need to be surrounded by people who are, what is your value? Like I was having a conversation with somebody I like really liked and the person asked me how much my business made. And I told her, which is a good, you know, nice living for my business. And she was like, oh, I thought you made more than that. Really? That's all you make? Like basically that was the response. 
And I was like, I do not need these people in my life. I do not. And they're representative of family, right? Like um, my father was very much like that. It was like, if you're not making a certain amount of money, then you're not of value. So this is like happening really fast. Like everything's happening really, really fast. So then I like that comment happened. And that was like, I was like, what the F was that, man? And I have enough respect for myself that when somebody starts treating me that way, I'm like, F you, see you later. Like I'm done. So um, that happened one week. And then I think the next weekend I took the class. And at the same time, I was working with um, a coach around my finances. And I want to be careful what I say, because I have respect for the person. I really do. And I like, I like the person, but they weren't for me. So I hired this person because I was like, I'm going to get really conscious around finances and, you know, budgeting and everything. And I wanted to learn a specific system. And she taught me the system. And I loved it. I took to it like a duck to water. And after like two months, I was like, I don't need anything else. This is all I need. But I signed up for the six month program. So we were having conversations and I was like, not in alignment with the conversation. And I felt judged. I'm going to tell the truth. And hopefully she isn't here because I never want to hurt her feelings because we parted ways. And I'm going to tell you why. But I felt judged. I felt there was a little condescension in there. Now, whether she intentionally was doing that or not, doesn't matter. What I came to ultimately understand is we have two different personalities and I can respect her for her personality. And I don't know if she'll be able to respect me for mine. That's okay. Because for me, she was very boxed in. This is the way it's done. That's it. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oof, I got to get away from that. But I was questioning myself because I was like, well, you know, I have to have a healthier relationship with money. And I, you know, things are like when you're an entrepreneur, things go up and down and you got to be okay with it. And I'm like, well, am I okay with walking away from this? And I just felt like certain things were being questioned. Like I sold a program, Next Level Living, super excited. And like 50 people said they wanted to join, 17 ended up joining, or I can't remember, like 20 people said they wanted to join. It was like, it was more than 17 and 17 joined. I was frigging over the moon. I was so excited. And I was basically told, well, didn't you want blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, who gives an F? So that was part of it. And again, that may have like, let's not put this on the other person, but that was the feeling I had. Okay. And then it was other stuff too, about buying a house in a certain area. And like, you can't afford that. I'm like, uh, do you know my real estate where I'm at? Do you know how much square footage price per square footage where I live? We get like, my house is going to sell well. So it was like, I shouldn't be battling this kind of stuff. Just follow along with the story. So I had, I was going through all these little money things, which is about value, right? And I was going through my business and I just didn't want to run my business the way I ran my business anymore. And things are shifting and things are changing and I've got to be okay with what's happening. And I'm like, holy F man, I'm scared. I'm alone. I'm single. And spirits like my guys are saying, you have to surrender to us. You have to surrender. And when I um, told this story, it's, it's in my book a bit, but the story about when I bought my first house and I was 150K in debt, not including mortgage. And my guide said to me, you're not allowed to think about that debt. Anytime you think about it, you have to put your hands in the air and say, I give it to you. And I did that in the third day, the 28 day challenge dropped into my system, this, the class. And I was like, oh, never taught about guides like this. And then I got so excited over the program and I started putting it together. And I was like, oh my goodness. And, and you know, fast forward, 10 years. I did that class 10 years ago. I have a book now about guides. Like it became my platform. 
but I didn't know that at that time. And while I was creating that class, the whole solution came in of how to get out of debt. And I would have never had space in myself for the solution of how to get out of debt at that moment in time, had I not surrendered to my guides, listened to my guides, surrendered to my guides, got the inspiration and creativity to focus on something else. And then they came in. So they were like reminding me of that. They're like, you haven't surrendered in a long time. Surrender to us. So I started doing it. I started raising my hand in the air and surrendering to them. And I don't remember exactly how it happened because I never remember chronologically what goes on. But so then I also was, I bought that program. So I was listening to this woman who I thought was amazing. And, and I think she still has a lot of great stuff to share. I really do. So, you know, good for her. And um, I was, I was listening to about like how to shift my overall vision of everything. And I was walking around the water and I was getting in touch with my guides. And I was like, wow, you know, we're co-creating programs that really are shifting the way people live in the world. I don't want to say shifting consciousness, but it is shifting consciousness because I have a hard time with saying that, but we really are shifting or elevating consciousness. Now I have a hard time saying that because who am I to say that I'm shifting your elevating your consciousness. And my, my community knows like, um, Sandra Pelly wrote me a beautiful email recently and said, you know, I really know you don't like hearing this, but you've, you've said things and done things that have changed my life. And I'm learning how to receive that from people. I'm learning how to receive how the book is shifting people's lives or membership for your soul or soul finder Academy, soul finder Academy. I have to learn how to receive more with that. So anyway, I'm walking around the lake and I'm feeling good and I'm moving into this space of expansion in a very anxious time in my life. And that was before the book came out. And then the book came out and I was doing interviews and uh, really just getting in and also watching some of this class that I was in. And I knew she'd make an offer because if you guys don't know by now, if you go into, even if you go into SAS, like I'm going to teach you some stellar stuff in the joinsass.com experience. You can go to joinsass.com experience. There's already, by the time you listen to this, there'll be, you know, there's videos there for you to watch. And, but no matter what, you're going to be made an offer at the end of something. So when, especially if it's a 97 or a $47 product point, just know that if you don't know that already, but there should be really good content so that you walk away going, I don't want to, I want to buy the other program. Oh my goodness. This was so amazing. I can't believe how much more is there. I'm ready to go. Or I'm not ready for that right now, but I still got a lot out of it. Like you always want to do programs like that. I always want to make sure Anybody who's walking away from my content feels they got um, more than their money's worth or they got something really great for it. I can't say more than their money's worth because everybody has a different value system on what they pay and what they think they should get. So for me, it's based on my value of things. So to a degree. Okay. Sometimes like my people on my team will be like, you're giving away everything. I'm like, yeah, I got to stop that. Okay. So um, that goes on with that. The book's out, really studying how I want to do sales. And I go into the group because I figured she made an offer. And um, I find that there is that she, there was an offer because somebody said, I just bought blah, blah, blah. And I went, oh, there's an offer. Where's the offer? I haven't seen it. They didn't email us or anything. And that's okay because that's the way she does her things. And she made such a big deal about not coming from scarcity, lack, or fear when you sell something. If you're going to say it's 48 hours, the price is going up. You've really got to be in alignment with it. Don't, you know, she went off a whole thing about not doing the 48 hours, the price is going up. How um, 
she only does that when, you know, she always, the price is always going up with her programs, but she just lets people know so that they're not disappointed when the price goes up um, and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, that's great. That's amazing. You know, it's all, in all you know, you, you're getting into the energy of it and you're not doing scarcity tactics, lack tactics, lack tactics, fear tactics. This is wonderful. And so I, I go, where's the program link? I want to see it because I was interested in thinking about buying it. And they said, contact the team. So I contacted the team and they sent me the thing. And I said, okay, so you have this coupon because you're in this program and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, great. When is the price going up? Because I figured the price is going up. I'm just asking. Or what? I know I said, when do I have to buy this? When do I have until? And that was on like a Thursday. The program was announced on a Wednesday. And they said, you have until tomorrow. Price is going up tomorrow. And I said, oh, wait a second. You just announced it yesterday and you're putting up the price tomorrow. So you're doing it in 48 hours. And they were like, yep. And I was like, I, I haven't even watched the videos. And I get that. That's okay. But it was just felt like I got like weird. Like you're just saying you don't do that. And now you're doing that. And there's no announcement about it. And I usually if I do, and there's no wrong or right way. You have to find what's right for you. But usually when I do launches, if this price is going up, it's usually after the launch, I, I do a price thing. And that's because I want to raise it or something. So I was like, okay, so I only have 48. I only have now like mm, 12 hours to decide. Okay. And I was like, well, I'm done because this does not feel right to me. You know, she was going off on how not to use scarcity, fear and lack, ta uh, lack tactics. And that's what this feels like to me. Now, the person who was selling it, her intention may have not been that at all. So I have to be very fair to the people who are giving out programs, right? It's my experience of it. My experience of it was like, mm, I had different colored eyes on. And then I started looking at the group and, and I'm not going to say the person does this, but the group, the way this group of people around this particular person reveres the person makes me uncomfortable. You're my earth sister. You're this, like the guru-ness. I don't like, I don't like. I don't put people on a pedestal. I may revere them. I may respect them. I may really like them, but I don't believe in gurus. I'm not a guru person unless you really earn that title. And I don't know, like it would have to be the Dalai Lama in front of me. And I'm like, yeah, you're a freaking guru to me. Like you're, 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 you're the man, you're the man. And I would say that about, you know, certain people like, um, that I revere, but it makes me very uncomfortable when a whole community of people does that. And I'm like, I don't want to be part of the group then. Cause I'm like, mm, I don't like this. I've seen this. And uh, I put up a whole post around gurus because I just, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't want to be a guru. <laughs> I don't let anybody in my community put me on the pedestal. I'm learning how to receive compliments, but I talk about us as a community walking together, celebrating each other. Yes, I'm a teacher and I'm a great friggin' teacher. I'm a creative person. My guides are super creative with their techniques and tools. I will um, meet you on your path and, and help you and motivate you and help you to think differently. But all along, I'm constantly celebrating you. And not that this person who runs this group doesn't celebrate her people. So please know that I'm not saying that just in case you're trying to figure out who I'm talking about. But... I would not allow that behavior in my group. It would make me extremely uncomfortable and they don't do it. They don't do it. They may like really be like, people might say, it makes me, people I don't know that say, I love you, Marilyn. I'm like, 
oh, wow, that's nice. <laughs> I get really super uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't even know who that is, but okay. And I have to learn how to deal with that, you know, because I love people too. I'll see them. I'll be like, oh, I love you. That's so beautiful. You know, it moves you. So you have to learn how to accept that. So I put up this whole poster about gurus and uh, people wrote amazing comments. It's on my personal page. Really amazing. And it's open to the public if you want to read it. And then I was talking to a caregiver who I was talking to, might've been my friend, Jessica. I don't know. Cause we had this whole conversation about gurus and she said that she was in a group too, where I hope Jessica doesn't mind me sharing this. Um, but, but where people, the person didn't hold the level of guru, but everybody was, was treating her like a guru. For those of you who are listening, I'm taking a drink of water because my energy level is dipping again. And I'll tell you why in a second. Okay. Not a second, probably five minutes in. So I said to her, yeah, if, if the, if people in the group are revering the person as a guru, but yet they're not like acting like a guru, they still are to a way because they're accepting that behavior. Uh, Cause I was like, in my communities, they don't do it because they know that I'm not going to feed into that or even accept that type of behavior. Someone comes up to me and people have said to me, oh my goodness, I want to be like you. I want to be a teacher like you. I'm like, you already are. If you're seeing it in me, you're seeing it in yourself. And some people are afraid to be that way. I remember um, because they're afraid it disempowers them too. So some teachers or group leaders will accept that behavior because they want to feel like they're, they're the expert. And I remember being in a play in the play, Tony and Tina's wedding. And I was Tina. So I was the lead in the play with like 30 actors. And I very much treated it like a peer to peer kind of group. Not that they would have given me the power, although the Tina before me took that power, man, she really owned that place. And it really was a very interesting experience for me on an internal level because people did not respect me. They were not nice to me. And yet I wasn't going to, I could have like probably stamped a little bit of power in there if I wanted to. It just wasn't my nature. And I've seen this out in the communities too, that uh, people are just afraid if they say everybody in my community, we're all on the same level, we're all gifted, we're all going together they're afraid they won't be seen as an expert. That's what I've noticed. Now you may have noticed different and I'd love to know the comments on this. You know, you can put the, I think there's comments under my um, podcast that you can make comments under. So um, you can even, you can review me with a comment. Mm, just be nice. Don't be mean. So that went on and I was like, what the F was that man? So I wrote a whole thing about sales because I'm getting into this energetics of sales. I'm learning energetics of sale, my own energetics of sales, not based on anybody else's. My guides are downloading how to work with energetics and it's not manipulation. It's holding the space of truly owning what you do and attracting the client that that can truly help in alignment. So there's no manipulation. Like I've got these codes. And I've got this stuff that you're going to listen to my voice. And all of a sudden you're going to be healed forever. And I remember like my SFA page, it does talk a little bit about codes in there. And there's definitely codes in that work. But the person, the copywriter who helped me write it, the very first copywriter, she was like, we got to say there's codes in there. And I was like, all right, yeah, that sounds good. Because everybody else was doing it. So I jumped on the bandwagon. But there is like energetic stuff. People have said that about my voice and my meditations and stuff. So I would say that there definitely is. But 
hey, it's just turning on light switches inside of you. Stuff you already have. I'm not freaking giving you something you don't already have available inside yourself. Anyway, moving the story along. So that was happening and I was really disappointed because I was really hoping that what this woman was teaching was a new way of being. And although there's some that she is, because I was listening, I couldn't take my, I couldn't listen to her videos anymore. And then a friend of mine said, um, Tracy Crosley said, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. And I was like, she's right. You know, and I started listening again last night and there are things she says that I think are friggin' stellar. I don't think she's a bad teacher. I really don't. It's just not for me. Um, I think she's very good. She's super successful at it. So good for her. This isn't about throwing anybody under the bus. This is about you choosing the person who's in alignment with you. Getting to the story. Okay. So that happened. And then I, I was also questioning the financial coach and wrote her an email. Oh, I was talking to my friend, <laughs> Simone, who's really good at like getting me straight at times. And I said, I told her some of the things that this person said, this financial coach said, and she's, I just told her one thing. I just said it off cuff and she was like, fire her. Like I wasn't even talking about like, what do I do? What do I need to do? I just said, Oh, I have this da da da. And she said, blah, blah. And she was like, fire her. And I was like, Oh, thank you. Because inside myself, I had this belief that, that I was dealing, starting to deal with the shame that I had around money and stuff, growing up poor and being in family court and all this crap that just, you know, it's that money noise, healing it, healing it, healing it. And when she said that, she gave me permission and I trust her. And I was like, yeah. And so I, I hemmed and hawed about it because I had, you know, so many sessions left. I'm paying for them no matter what. And uh, I wrote her an email and I said, I, intuitively, I just don't feel like we need to work together any longer. So I went to bed. I don't, I think it was before I wrote that email, the epiphany. And I went to bed one night. It was before that email. And uh, I woke up at 2.30 in the morning. Anxious as all fuck. Fucking anxious, man. And I know when I'm that anxious, I ask my guides, what do I need to do? And I said, what do I need to do? And they said, go get your book, Happy Pocket Full of Money. So it was upstairs because that's the one I've been working through a little bit. And I went upstairs and I got Happy Pocket Full of Money. And I came back down and they said, read chapter two. And I wasn't on chapter two. I'm way back. I don't even know what chapter I'm on, but I'm almost towards the end of the book. And I'm like, you sure? And they go, yeah, read chapter two. And I'm reading chapter two and he talks about, he calls it spirit. He talks about if your spirit wants one thing and your consciousness is doing another thing or your consciousness wants another thing, you're out of alignment and your life is going to be, you know, I'm butchering what he said because it was my understanding of it all. Your life is not going to be going smoothly. It's not going to, things aren't going to manifest. You're not going to get what you want. And I said, stopped. And I was like, thinking about what I've been dreaming about, about living in this expansive space and having more freedom and writing and doing more podcasting and interviewing and um, having all this freedom and space and uh, not necessarily having my communities or my communities are there, but having a different participation in them. And, and then I thought about my consciousness, which was operating a little bit on fear. And I went, holy mackerel. The universe has given me exactly what I want. The universe is answering my future vision. It's clearing decks. It's, it's making things simpler. And then my conscious self was like, but I don't trust the universe. Like, so my conscious self is not doing that. My conscious self is like, 
all right, what do I have to do in order to pick up my business and shift my business and grow my business? And my soul is like, whoa, dude, I thought we were doing something else here. And I saw the difference in the two. And I said to spirit, I was like, oh, my mind was blown. I literally meant, did the blown thing. I was laying in bed and I was like, blue, you know, when people put their hands by their ear, head and they go blown, my mind was blown. And I'm not giving it justice as to the, the feeling that was for me. And I was thinking, okay, so the universe God guide said to me, if you fully trust your vision and fully trust us and surrender, we will make this happen. Can you trust us? And my question back was, I'm not sure if I'm ready. I'm not sure if I'm ready. I feel I still want to do what I'm doing. And I got another piece of that today. And I'll tell you about it in a second. I know I do that all the time and I have to stop doing that. Or maybe not. That's the hook to keep listening. So I was like, all right, I finished chapter two. And I was like, what chapter was I on? I want to just look and read a little more because I'm getting so much information. And I was on chapter 18. And that's a huge business number for me. Huge. One is about new beginnings. Eight is about business. It equals a nine, which is a soul number. And I was like, holy mackerel, I'm on 18. Because 818 is a huge number for me around business as well. 18 is a huge number for me. And so I started reading where I left. I was in the middle of that chapter and I started reading where I left off. And I was like, oh my goodness, it was repeating the message in chapter two. And I was like, okay, spirit, I got the frigging message. I got the message. I just have to, the, the, the whole idea is you have to align your consciousness with your soul. If your consciousness is making choices out of habits, patterns, or things you think you were supposed to do, or, or things outside of you, or fear, anxiety, or even what I'm doing, operating my business, my consciousness is making the decision of my business, but my soul is like, well, wait a second, we, 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 we're creating something else here, then you're out of alignment. So I was like, okay, great. I woke up the next morning and I went to sleep and I woke up the next morning and journaled about it. And I think that night, and I think I meditated too on it. And that night I painted a picture of my soul for the day and it's beautiful. I really feel really proud of it. And I haven't painted since I moved into this house. I'm not a painter. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm creative, but it, art is not my thing. Um, and I posted it on my Facebook page. I was like, I'm going to post this. And it's gotten like hundred likes and a ton of comments. And I was like, wow, that's really nice. Um, and I posted it after I posted it. I said, I, two people, I think commented, one person commented really right away, but I would, then somebody wasn't coming. I'm like, I'm not looking at it. I'm not going to go on Facebook to get the validation that they like this. I did it because I wanted to do it. End of story. And I went, uh, did my own thing that night. And I, I turn off my phone. I don't go on social. I try not to go on social media after 7 PM at night or until nine to 10 AM in the morning. So I'm getting really clear about my alignment with my soul and my consciousness and making sure that I'm living the two together. So today I did a Facebook live about the SAS experience, you know, about the SAS pillar system, which is subconscious thinking, the A is alignment, the next S is soul ignition, and the last S is synchronicity. And I was communicating and sharing these stories with the Facebook Live, but also taking them through certain um, exercises in order for them to get clear. And as I did that, I asked everybody a question. Let me see if I can remember the question. 
are so I asked them where they wanted to be. And then I had them ask themselves or their soul, I think it was themselves, if they're really ready to be there. And I put myself in my future experience and I asked myself, am I really ready to be there? And the answer for me was no, because in that space, there's a lot of freedom. I'm still working with my communities and I want to continue to work with my communities. Like I would miss my communities right now. Like there is another iteration for me. There's another iteration to my business. And I know that, but right now my communities are everything to me and growing and working with them. We did next level living last night. We did the second part to clairvoyancy and it was so deep. That's my mentoring program where I really mentor people into doing this work. It was so deep, even deep for me. Like I came out of the meditation. I never come out of meditations tired and I was tired, man. And everybody was mind was blown on the whole clairvoyancy work. And I was like, I, I said, how is this changing your life? Like I was asking not ego, nothing. I'm just like, cause I'm noticing how it's really shifting my life doing this work because it's a multidimensional conversation. Just even this hearing with you, because something just happened today. This is all synchronicity. This is all teaching me. So I said, how is this changing your life? And I don't remember that. I didn't read what they wrote. I saved the chat. I have to read it. But it was basically like, it's life-changing. It's everything. It's my soul walking out in the world and, and being in communion with it. It's seeing things that I've never seen before. And it's not just clairvoyance, it's hearing, it's your guides, it's everything. So I was like, I want to continue that work. It's super important to me that I continue working with people on that level and teaching at that level. And this is a very high vibe group. So at both, both my group, my groups are great. So I love them because we're all learning from each other as we're walking this vibration together and supporting each other and cheering each other on. And yes, I'm the, the leader of these groups, the teacher, the organizer, the gatherer, the, the um, bringing the creation in, but membership for your soul, there's a lot of teaching going in there. And then with Next Level Living too, I'm like, man, if any of you want to teach something, go. I don't care. I don't care. There's enough for everyone. So today I, I woke up this morning. So then the financial person emailed me back with a sentence. She used the word I didn't understand. And then four ways that we can continue to work together and how she wants to help me and support me. Of course, that's very sweet. Because the last email I sent her, I said, this is sent with love. Please receive it with love. But I'm not feeling the need to continue. And then I know she's whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to project that right now. So she wrote me back and I read it really fast and I was like, oh, well, maybe. And then I think I had an interview. I can't always oh, going to tell you about that crazy interview. I'll tell you at the end because I got to I got to end up soon because I can tell my energy level is dipping. And there's a reason for that. And so I couldn't deal with it right away. I have a lot going on, a lot going on in my business that I can't reveal right now. And. Uh, so I did what I had to do, and then I went back to the email and really read it. This is like, this is why you don't want to respond to emails right away. You just want to read them, get into them, find out what it is. And I was like, I need to look up that word. And when I looked it up, I was like, no fucking way. I'm done. I am done. This is not the formula I need to work in. And again, what I learned is, and I, and I, I was like, okay, how, how do I need to communicate this? And for me, what's happening a lot for me with certain people I'm separating from is it's a personality difference. And I don't think it's my job to say your personality doesn't work for me. I don't think that's fair to anyone because 
they're in their lane, they're doing their work, but my personality is different and it doesn't fit for me. It's not in alignment with me. And that's what matters, right? For me. So I just wrote back and said, thank you for your response. I wish you the best, but I'm going to, I'm not going to continue. And that was it. End of story. I needed to close the energetic loop. I knew that. So I knew it was a big moment for me because in that moment, another belief wanted to be born. And the belief that wanted to be born was you're going to be a failure. If you don't work with this person and do exactly what she wants you to do financially, you're going to be a failure. Even saying this to you guys is a fascinating experience to me. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. We are not doing that. I am trusting the unknown right now. I am trusting my intuition. I am trusting my soul. Again, I like the person. I have respect for them. They're not for me. There is other ways. And I love the initial stuff that I learned and I'll continue to use it. But that is not the belief that's going to be born here. Because that's, that's the old crap. That's the stuff from my family. That's the stuff from growing up poor. That's that bullshit crap. And I was like, no, the new belief is I know exactly what I'm doing. I am trusting my guides. I'm trusting my soul. I'm trusting my heart. I'm in alignment. I am shifting my belief in this moment. I am giving birth to the belief that I honor myself. I honor what I feel and I surrender to my guides because they're telling me exactly what to do. They asked me like two years ago, will you just take our advice every minute of the day? <clears throat> and I'm like, I got to do it. I got to do it. Now you're hearing this like, I, who knows what's going to, I'm trusting, trusting. I'm in, um, I don't want to use that word. I'm in the, in between. In Next Level Living, if you look at Next Level Living, I'd just love for you to read the product page because I'm so proud of it. I wrote it myself. It's marilynalori.com forward slash next. Of course, if you're interested, let us know. But I would like you to just read the product page because it's a journey. And the main line on the product page is, I can't remember, um, bridging the gap from where you are to where you want to be to live your greatest adventure. And I'm in that gap in the in-between. And I'm trusting it. So I was like, no, you're not this other false fucking belief. Uh-uh. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm sending this email and I'm taking care of myself. So this morning I got up and I did a big meditation. And I got sick, <coughs> really sick. I'm going to drink water right now. My stomach was like crazy. My energy, I have feeling, I know what an energetic sickness feels like. And I knew it was because I was washing away this experience, healing myself. And again, this has nothing to do with the people involved. This has to do with parts of myself that are needing to be healed trusted, seen. I need to trust myself. So last night in Next Level Living, I want to give you a piece that we did and I'm going to finish the story. I always tell people when they say to me, I can't hear and see my guides. What can I do? And I said, just trust them for 30 days. Promise yourself that you're going to trust them for 30 days. Anytime doubt comes in, just say, nope, I promised Marilyn I'm going to trust for 30 days. And this is day five, this is day eight, this is day 10. Anybody who does that exercise by the 30 days, they're like in it. It works. So what I turned it around yesterday to next level living is you have to trust yourself for the next 30 days. You have to trust yourself for the next 30 days. So that's what I'm taking on, right? I'm trusting myself. 
So I was in this meditation. I was so sick. I had to stop the meditation for a bit, which happens. I came back in and I was working through it, but I was too sick. And I got into child's pose and I did some cat cows to just try to move the energy in my body. And then um, I had to shower and do an interview. And I did an interview with the lovely Sandra Paley. Um, and it was great because she's a healer. So she was like understanding and there with me and we were talking and it was really wonderful, really wonderful interview. And then I, I did a quick Facebook live on Instagram, a quick Instagram live, and then we did a Facebook live for like an hour and 20 minutes. And it was really great, but I could feel my energy dipping. And I said, I got to take a break. I, I was like, thanks everybody, but I'm not feeling good. And so I shut it down and I went upstairs to rest and just watch TV in the middle of the day. Never do that. And it was really good. I needed to do it for a couple of hours, but I realized, so my future vision of my future life is freedom, right? And I wouldn't know what exactly to do with that freedom right now. Like I have a lot of freedom in my life, but I wouldn't know what to do with that freedom. And I certainly wouldn't want to be sitting on the couch in the afternoon, watching TV for two hours and that freedom. So it was such a moment for me that spirit was like, cause I said on the Facebook live, I'm not ready yet. I, I'm definitely walking towards it, but I'm still want to work with my communities. And I even knew it this morning when I was walking the dogs, because I'm always in conversation with spirit. And I was like, oh, so they just gave me this moment where I wasn't feeling good. And I, I was sitting on the couch for a couple hours. It was good for a little bit. And then I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> Let me go down and do a podcast. So what I want you to take away from this is a few things. One is make sure your soul and your consciousness are aligned. You may be in a position in your life where you got to do the bridge job or you have to live in the apartment that you don't love anymore. It does not mean that things aren't working out for you. If your soul is like, you need a house, you're, I want that, I'm ready for that house. That's great. So what I taught on the thing today, and we do these progress pods in my program, which is just doing little pieces that move you forward, just tiny itty bitty things. Richard Ralston um, created it and we bought it from him. So I was doing, they just dropped in something else, but I'm not going to share right now. Little piece. And so I said, you know, I was feeling like I was ready to move. And then I was feeling like the belief was I was trapped. I can't move yet. And then spirit's like, you're not trapped. And I'm like, I'm not trapped. I'm not ready to travel to these places yet because I'm very focused on a couple of things. So I've been talking to people who live in the area. I've been looking at YouTube videos. I look at real estate. You can always do something. So, so look at where your spirit wants to be. Look at where your consciousness is and look at the belief that's working against. Look at the belief you have to change it to, to bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to go. But be realistic with yourself. You may not be ready to be where you want to be. It does not mean you can't be happily skipping along on the journey towards it, having incredible things happen. But make that decision to do that. So my consciousness is like, wow, I love this work. I Somebody, actually the person annoyed me, not the woman who I was studying the class, took the class with. She was like, you need to teach sales energetics. And I was like, yeah, because <laughs> it was from a very salesy person. And then I'm realizing mm, I do need to teach sales energetics, which I'm going to bring into the SAS experience and NLL. So get in line with your consciousness and your soul. What's the belief that's keeping them separate? Rewrite that belief and start bridging the gap. Bridge the gap through action. 
You can't sit, like, I can't tell you if I get one more email back where I'm doing all these things in my emails, I'm writing my own emails and I'm like, um, how was the experience for you? And they're like, it was amazing. It told me to believe in myself. That's not enough. It's not enough. That fluffy blow the smoke up your fucking butt. I need to believe in myself is not enough or believe in yourself. You're amazing. You're not fucking doing it. It drives me insane. So another thing that came through to me this week, if your soul was your therapist, what would your soul say to you? If your soul was your therapist, what would your soul say to you? So I did that today on the Facebook Live and some of those comments came in like, you're amazing. And I'm like, yeah, but it's a therapist. It's going to challenge, if it's a good therapist, it's going to be like, okay, so now go outside and go do something amazing. Go take action. Go take that painting class. Go on that dating site if that's what you want to do. Go to that coffee shop and write the book. So let your soul be your best, the best therapist you ever met, not the shitty ones. So it's not just you're incredible because you are. It's what do you need to do to feel it, to own it, and to believe that you're incredible. That's what it is. So we're working with the consciousness, the soul. The, he called it spirit, but to me it's soul, right? And that, So the soul is really holding the dream to me. Bridging the gap in between is the belief that's working against you. So you want to rewrite the belief and then take friggin' action. I'm telling you, I like, I can't, I'm so glad that my techniques and tools make people have these moments where they're like, so like, wow. But now I'm going to get harder and be like, yeah, what step are you taking? That's great. Now take some steps. You got to take action. You got to make decisions and taking action may be taking a class. Like for me, I've been in education mode, right? So I'm reading and I'm studying things and I'm watching things and I'm observing things and, and then I'm talking to my guides and that's okay. That's okay. That's action. That's not sitting back going, I am amazing. I feel it right now in this moment. Marilyn just did this amazing meditation and I love myself. And then boop, it's gone. And I might be too harsh for some people and I'm sorry, but I, I, I honestly... I'm going to say, I don't care. And the reason why I don't care, I can't dust ruffle fucking people's butts anymore. I can't take a feather duster to your ass. It's a match because I know what it's taken for me to believe in myself, to do what I'm doing. And right now at a moment in my life where it can be kind of scary, I am believing in myself. I know what it is and I'm going to be fucking damn sure that anybody who comes into my arena is going to do it too, because I believe in them. I do believe in them, but I am not going to let people sit on their butts and feather dust their fucking asses anymore. So that's what I have to say. I think that's good. Now let me tell you about this horrible interview. If it's not good, tell me, I don't care. I don't mind feedback at all. It's okay. I'll tell you feedback's really funny. If it's respectful. If it's not respectful, go to hell. I got to be honest. So I've been writing my own emails and I'm excited and I'm writing. And of course I'm introducing my programs. Look, if you're on my list, I'm selling shit, but you don't have, I don't care what you do. Like it's you do you, I do me, but you're going to, if you come into my world, I'm going to make it really magical, creative and fun for you. There might be other people's worlds that are going to do the same thing. Right? So I'm not saying anything. So anyway, I'm writing these emails and I'm like, I'm really enjoying writing these emails too. And this woman writes back, I got to remember what she said. 
stop making up excuses for writing emails. Because I was like, I'm, I'm not, it's not a copywriter, it's me, I'm communicating with you. And her subject line was, stop making up excuses for writing emails. It's, it's ridiculous. Unsubscribe. And I was like, dude, just go to the bottom of the fucking email and unsubscribe yourself. I don't give a shit. And then, so then I looked at her title and she's like an MS worker, you know, like a, a, a social worker, like a therapist. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And I, it took everything in my power not to email her back and go, what's up your fucking ass? What's your problem? Do, do you realize how rude this is? If you don't like it, get off my fucking list. Delete it. But I'm putting my heart and soul into an email to people. I don't need your rude shit. But here's the lesson to me. I can't let that stuff bother me. I can't let that stuff bother me. I can't let it fuel me. So I started typing back and I went, delete it, Marilyn, delete it, delete it, delete it. I deleted it. And then I told my team, get her off my list because I don't want people like that on my list. So we have a little tab for those kind of people. It's called tire kickers. Not that she's a tire kicker, but that's where we put them. Um, Okay. So the interview, I'm going to say this last thing. Actually, I really want to do a whole podcast around this interview. It was one of those antiquated mediums that I fucking hate. The ones that like this whole conversation, it was so bad, so bad. And I was like the whole time I was actually grabbed my phone at one time and I was got started ordering food because I was so bored and I just wanted off and we were not in alignment. I, I was like, why did I choose this? Um, and he was talking about which, you know, which medium camp are you in? Are you in the, the Florida one, the East Coast or the California? Because this is a and this is what I've learned with people that interview. And I had to learn how to be a good interviewer. If if you're interviewing me, if I'm interviewing you. You're my fucking expert. I don't care if I know what you're teaching. You're my expert. I may share things like, yeah, you know, that happened to me, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to position you as the expert in the field because I am interviewing you. When people interview me, and I've seen this happen a couple of times, and they have to position themselves as the expert. He didn't really do that too much. He, was, he wasn't really a bad person. When they position themselves as the expert, I'm like, why the fuck are you interviewing me? What's the point? There's one thing to have a conversation like Sandra Pelli and I had this beautiful conversation today and revere each other and respect each other. That's great. We had that conversation before we started. She's like, I'm going to introduce. I'm like, girl, I'm here for you. So I don't, I don't mind that at all. And she kept bringing it back to the book and I kept bringing, trying to bring it to her. And I was like, Marilyn, shut up. Um, so it was like this antiquated crap that I cannot stand. So I am going to, I did a podcast on it about the antiquated mediums. I think it's uh, the difference between a psychic and a medium, but I am going to share a little bit more about that in a coming episode. Watch out for boxes. If boxes make you comfortable, go in the box, go in the box, learn in the box, because you may need that kind of structure. You may need that kind of formula. You may need to think, and it's not my belief system that only that mediums are only people who speak to the dead. Like what the fuck are you talking about? First of all, I go to those mediums that only speak to the dead if I've gone to them. And I did go to one a couple of years ago, but I've gone to them in the past and they're telling me everything I fucking know. I don't give a shit. I don't care if uncle Charlie loves that. I gave him chicken soup. I want to know about my life. So my dead people, when they come in, they will make themselves known and then they'll tell you what to do with your life because they're fine on the other side. 
you may need a healing to hear from them. And I get that. And, and I'm not the expert for that. People have come to me for it. They've gotten it, but it's, it's, there are people out there that just specialize in that. But I hope that that person you're going to is touching base with your father and then giving you an incredible message for your life today. I have, like, I don't do readings like this anymore, but I did a reading a while ago for this woman who was an artist and I didn't know much about her. And her dad came in and was telling me to tell her all this beautiful artistic stuff that she needed to do and to get it out there and blah, 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 blah. And when I let her talk, she was actually doing it. And she was needed the confirmation. And when she was going further with it and telling the story, and he was a big part of her life. So that's a healing. And I get that, you know, and it's really important. If you need the box, I'm not your person. I'm not your person because I'm going to have you flapping those sides, cutting them with a box cutter, finding yourself in it. But some people need that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But they've gotten verbal to me about what a medium is and don't fucking tell me who I am and who I'm not. And I've gotten verbal with them. Get out of my space. Get out of my space. And I'll tell you, some people that were in my community that started adhering and ascribing to that type of belief system, they had to leave my community because the ego, holy mackerel. So I'm sitting there and I'm going, what do you think a medium is? And he starts telling me regurgitating all that crap out there, all that formulaic old shit. And he knew a lot about the work. So I actually had respect. I like, I don't have disrespect for him. I it, it really don't. Like he was a nice person. I just can't stand that conversation and that type of readings. And I can't stand stuff like that. And I, and he was trying to, I, I, it just was not for me. Like I wanted to throw up. Maybe that's why I'm sick too. I uh, want to throw up. And then um, this girl starts telling me what I mean. Uh, so this is the regurgitated thing. And it's even in my podcast. And I, I don't think it's in this book. It's all, all mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. Fuck you. Fuck you. I've said it too, because I was like, when I was told that, I was like, yeah, I'm a medium and I'm psychic too. Wow. I'm different. I'm cool. I'm great. Fuck you. Who's to say that the psychic can't become a medium and speak to the dead? Who's to say that you're not a medium if you're speaking to an entity in another world? You're bringing in messages. That's People say that's channeling. Great. Good for you. To me, it's mediumship because I am the medium between the person I'm speaking to and the people behind me. I did not know I was going to get on that soapbox, man, but I got on that soapbox. Matter of fact, that's what Spirit did the other day. It was a meditation or a dream. They put a box down in front of me. I got to remember it. I think it was a channeled message. And they put me, they were like, you don't get in the box. You get on top of the box. And I was like, oh, that's what I was in a meditation. I was talking about people boxing me in, the financial stuff. all that. And they were like, no, 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 you get on top of the box. You don't get in the box. So if I offended some of you and that's what you believe, I actually think, I'm going to be honest with you. This is all honesty. If that's what you believe a medium is, it's really okay. It's really okay. It's what works for you. Some of those mediums are absolutely phenomenal. And when people just want to speak to deceased loved ones, when I was doing readings, I would send them to those people who just specialized in that. And I think that there's a huge healing in that because when you lose someone, especially if you lose someone suddenly or you lose someone very close to you, you need that type of reading. You really do. So I actually don't, I, I, I think some of those mediums out there, and I've met a couple of them and they're like nice, really good people. Um, 
Yeah. So if that's what works for you, that's great. It does not work for me. I'm very verbal about it. I'm very loud about it. It is a soapbox for me. Okay. I'm going to stop now because poor Ricky, it's over an hour and he's got to edit this. Um, everybody give a shout out to Ricky and Lynn. Amazing. Uh, oh my goodness. I can't remember the name of their uh, company. It's Lynn Brunette, L-I-N-E-B-R-U-N-E-T-T. -T. And Ricky, I can't remember Ricky's last name right now. I'm sorry, Ricky. They're amazing. They are so supportive. And they do the sound editing for my podcast and they do the uploading, I think, of the Podbean and stuff. And I want to give them a big shout out because they're so supportive of me. And I really appreciate both of them and um, really care about them a lot. And I just want to thank you guys so much for doing that. It's been really important to be surrounded by people that support you right now. I have to say that to everyone. So you guys are in my camp and supporting me and I want to thank you. All right, everyone. And I want to thank all of you, whether you're watching this or listening. Thank you so much for supporting me, for listening. And for those of you who told me, like Sandra said today, that she'll listen to my podcast and she has to pull over in the car and make notes. It means the world to me. It really does. Because sometimes I get in here and I just riff like I did today. And I, I never, I don't even prepare material anymore. I just kind of show up even when I teach, when I taught that clairvoyancy class, I didn't prepare anything. The first few classes I did, because it was a new um, program in Next Level Living, Yesterday I didn't, and I just let them work through me and it's amazing what they do. So thank you so much for everything, all your support, rate, review, subscribe, share, buy my book, guides, mystical connections to soul guides and divine teachers. It's available wherever you get books and thank you so much. And I will talk to you next time. Bye everyone.